You are Locked On Irish, your daily podcast on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Irish, your daily Notre Dame athletics podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode, we are reacting to the latest commitment, a huge commitment for the Fighting Irish, Tyson Ford, four-star recruit. We're going to talk about what that means for this 2022 recruiting class. We will then shift our focus to hearing from Adi Ogundiji defensive lineman from Notre Dame. We're going to talk to him, hear his thoughts on a number of things. Great show for you today, folks. I am Joe DeLeon, former long snapper from the University of Rhode Island, joined by Ryan Roberts, who is the director of scouting at NFL Draft Bible. So we got the news today, Ryan. Pretty exciting news that Tyson Ford, the number nine weak side defensive end in this 2022 class, six foot five, 245, four-star recruit, is heading to Notre Dame. He is or committed to head to Notre Dame, which in itself to have an early commitment from a talented guy like this is huge. And I honestly can't remember the last time a high end defensive end pass rushing recruit committed to Notre Dame. Yeah, no, and it's it's very notable. I mean, before we started, I was just like, what, like who's he's the best defensive end recruit since who? Because it's right. I mean, Justin I, Tuck. <laughs> I mean, pro- I mean, honestly, if we're talking about just recruiting rackets, it was probably like Ishaq Williams or Stefan Tuitt back in the right. day a little bit. But I mean, because we're miss, we're losing a couple guys. We talked about it, right? This past off season, you had to replace uh, Julian Aquara and Khalid Kareem. Now you're gonna have to replace Dalen Hayes and Adi Ogundiji. We're gonna hear from a little later in the show. So the next wave, the next wave, assumedly is. Uh, Isaiah Foskey, who is a very talented recruit that came out of the state of California, who had played tight end and defensive end in in high school. It was kind of which position he's going to play. Obviously, he has grown into one of our more talented pass rushers who's just waiting to really balloon and to really explode onto the scene, and he should do that next year. But there's still, you know, there's absence outside of him of some proven talent. We need to see what we have. We have guys like Nana Osafa Mensa and some younger guys that are waiting in the wings and are certainly talented, but having a guy at this caliber, Tyson Ford, listed at six foot five, two hundred forty-five pounds, with offers from teams like Georgia, Kansas State, Michigan State, Tennessee, Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, a lot of great uh, schools that Notre Dame was able to win out on. And like you said, the number nine weak side defensive end in the class according to twenty-four-seven Sports. Top 150 kid, long, athletic, explosive. This is a big get for Notre Dame in a position that's going to be a position of need, especially moving forward. You know, assuming what Isaiah Fossey is able to do, there is still some absence in playmaking potential on that defensive end with guys we have returning. And although we won't see him for, you know, an additional year, it's still exciting to think of what the possibilities are with the Tyson Ford, even early in his career, potentially coming in in 2022. And I'm sure some people are saying, like, oh, how are they able to snag a guy like this? And the article I was reading on 247 Sports, uh, the anecdote I thought was fantastic. And I think it's a big reason why Notre Dame is capable of getting some high-name recruits is because of the education aspect. And he was talking about how he wanted to be a doctor and he wants to go into medicine. And most importantly, he also wants to play in the NFL, kind of like a... Um, 
a uh, Tardif Duvernay of the Chiefs who currently works in medicine and as a doctor. Uh, and he's currently on the front lines of the COVID-19 relief in Canada. So it, very similarly, he can maybe have a, a, a similar approach. Sounds like he's a very smart kid and, and he values his education. And I think that's probably a big reason why he decided to come here. But overall, you talked about the big thing here. I can't remember the last time we had a, a guy that, that, that was this highly recruited to play defensive end. I don't remember exactly when, but Ryan, I'm pretty sure that we had this conversation before of, you know, when it, when are they going to go and get like a like a huge, flashy, big name guy to come off the edge, like a big pass rusher? It just doesn't happen. You get good guys like Adi Ogundiji and Dalen Hayes who turn into to consistent guys and good leaders, but just we're yet to have that guy that could turn into a a top fifteen NFL draft pick as a pass rusher, and and now here it is. I think Tyson Ford is a a guy that could definitely become that talented of a guy. Yeah, I mean, again, he's already as a junior, six foot five, two hundred forty five pounds. This kid's going to be two hundred sixty plus pounds before you, you know, blink an eye. It's it's he's got that type of frame. He's got that type of explosion, and he's a smart kid. Like you said, there is career aspirations outside of just playing football in Notre Dame and potentially playing football at the NFL level. When we had Dalen Hayes on last week, I think he you know summed it up perfectly. Four for forty, right? Like that is the moniker that Notre Dame lives by and that they preach to their players because it is a real-world situation. You know, a degree from Notre Dame is a big deal. But for, for Notre Dame's sake, Notre Dame's perspective, grabbing a guy like Tyson Ford is an even bigger deal for your program's future because you don't – Notre Dame just doesn't get guys all the time that look like that. We get guys like, again, Dalen Hayes who was a – is he going to play linebacker? Is he going to play defensive end? He's like a six foot three, six foot three and a half guy. Like he looks good on the hoof. Adi Ogundiji's an under recruited guy that eventually grew into that style of player. But Tyson Ford isn't like a Julian Aquara, where like he's a super flex, fle- uh, flexible, bendy edge rusher that has a ton of talent, but is going to be undersized and maybe not the greatest run defender in the world. He's the type of guy that you could literally, I think, play. Weak side or strong side defensive end. He's that type of body. He's that type of frame. And he has that growth potential to, again, play at like 265 and not lose an ounce of athleticism. Already paying its dividends and, and getting early on traction in this 2022 class. wonder how much that might have been uh, Marcus Freeman having some influence in that. But we'll have to see. I think that's a conversation maybe for a later date after we see some more of these commitments. Coming up, we are going to hear from Adi Ogundiji for the remainder of this show. Before we do so, folks, let's talk about Bet Online. Are we ready for the Super Bowl? It is getting super close. We've got the conference championship games wrapping up. Those are supposed to be this weekend. Those are going to be heated battles between the Chiefs and the Bills. And then on the other side of things, the Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's only one place that has you covered in one place that you can trust to do your betting. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for your free account at BetOnline.ag and use promo code Locked On. Put some money down on these championship games if you believe that there's maybe going to be an upset or something crazy that's going to happen. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action and don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Betting on college basketball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to new Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get your daily picks and quick-hitting advice 
to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. And now joining us for the remainder of today's show, Ade Ogundeji, defensive lineman for the University of Notre Dame. Have the opportunity to talk with Dalen Hayes. Now we get to talk with you. Ade, how are you doing today? Really appreciate you taking the time to hop on. I'm doing great, man. Just chilling, just uh, relaxing right now. Just got out of the shower, so I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, from what I uh, can assume, you're doing your pre-draft prep. How's that going so far, and, and where are you training right now? Which gym are you training with? Yeah, it's going so far. It's a little different, obviously, from training at college level, you know, because everything's kind of fit for you. But, uh, yeah, it's been great. It's been great so far, you know, learning about my body and trying to work on recovery, but also maximize, you know, um, working. So, but, uh, yeah, I'm working at STARS. It's in uh, SoCal, Southern California. I'm, like, in Casa Mesa, kind of Irvine area. And, uh, yeah, I'm in California just chilling. So it's a pretty nice area. I'm not used to this weather in January because I'm always in the Midwest. I'm from Michigan, so it's <laughs> – Usually cloudy, <laughs> snow on the ground, but I'm enjoying the weather and uh, enjoying the process. That's awesome, man. I know we're really excited because, you know, Joe mentioned Dalen that we just had on the show. You're also going down to Mobile for the Senior Bowl, which I'm excited to see. You have you guys have a bunch of players also going down there, kind of like a little bit of a reunion. Oh, just take me real quick, Adi, the the moment that you received that invitation from Jim Nagy and the senior bowl staff, what, what was that moment like? Just how special was it to get that invite? Yeah, it was, I mean, extreme blessing, you know, I mean, coming from where I was freshman year to now and get receiving that means so much to me, you know, it's a great opportunity to show my skill set and what I can do. So like, it's a huge blessing. And then, you know, to be there with a bunch of guys who, you know, are highly recognized, uh, you know, it's like I said, it's a big bus in, and I'm, I'm definitely super excited to be out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know, you know, the, the angle with Dalen, because I know last year, right, we had both Jillian Aquara and Khalid, Khalid Kareem drafted in the same draft, both defensive ends. Now you're going down there with Dalen, and obviously people are going to ask because you have been in the same defensive line room with him for several years. How special is it to know that you're going to be down there in the same defensive line, doing the same defensive position drills that you have been doing for several years with a guy that you've been around for a long time now? Yeah, it's been special. I mean, Dalen has been my boy since I've been at, uh, since I've been at Notre Dame. So, I mean, it's going to be a great experience. Um, I always love hanging out with him and doing drills with him because we always have fun with it and we're always excited. And he's a passionate player just like me. So we have, definitely similar attributes when it comes to having fun and having passion for the game and being competitive. So it's going to be a a great, great time in Mobile because not only is he there, but like you said, there's a ton of Notre Dame guys who are going to be there. So it's going to be exciting and fun. So uh, Ade, I'm curious to hear, and coming from a a program like Notre Dame, you're going to be prepared more than others, especially uh, the, you know, the notoriety and the resources that you have there, the facilities and all that. How has your time and the, the years that you spent in South Bend and with that program helped prepare you for this opportunity now to possibly play in the NFL? Yeah. Well, number one, it's gritty. I mean, you're in South Bend, Indiana. Uh, it's cold. <laughs> it's snowed <laughs> time. No, nah, but it's, I think it's helped me because, um, you know, it's, they have a professional mindset when it comes to things they do, you know, especially when it comes to in the weight room, academics, 
everything's kind of structured and you have to structure your way the right way in order to, you know, do well on and off the field. So I think it's a professional mindset that they have in practice. You know, we practice hard. We practice at a very high level so that when we go into games, we're playing well. So like I said, I think Coach Kelly does a great job of structuring and organizing a team to have a professional mindset so that when we're out, you know, trying to prepare for the draft, we already understand what's at hand and we have the tools that we use at Notre Dame and we can use it now. So Mm -hmm. I I know that there's a little bit of a turnover, right? Because you guys are obviously, you know, we talked about the senior bowl numbers already with Liam and all those guys also on the offensive side of the football and Ian, there's a lot of turnover. There's also Coach Freeman obviously taking over for Coach Lee. How do you feel about this state of the program where you left it? Because I know, obviously, a lot of people always talk about you want to leave it better than when you first got there. What should we expect with this team now moving forward with so many key departures this offseason? Yeah, I think this team has so much potential. You know, every single time I uh, offseason I go into Notre Dame, I feel like everybody, you know, kind of doesn't see what's going on until the season happens. And then they see like, oh, wow, there's a lot of guys making splash. So I think there's a lot of young guys who are out there going to make a splash this season. You know, there's been guys who've waited their turns and really, really helped themselves by working out in the weight room, you know, looking at the older guys and watching them play and really just getting the feedback from coaches and, like I said, veterans. So I think this team will be so good for the next couple of years just because there's a lot of young guys who are very, very talented that people just don't know about because they haven't played. So I'm definitely excited to see all the talent that's going to be out there and displayed in the next couple of years. And I know we talked about it a little beforehand, but me being an NFL draft guy and a Notre Dame guy, like it's a really nice marriage, you know, being able to talk to you through the process. For the listeners that maybe are tuning in that maybe aren't big Notre Dame guys, but they're listening because they are interested in you as a potentially coming to their professional team on the next level, whether that be a fan or even an evaluator listening, what type yeah. of player are you? Just give me like the quick description of what you think are your biggest strengths as a player. Yeah, number one, I mean, I go out there and give everything I got. You know, I think I have a high motor, you know, a guy who just has so much passion, loves to compete. I'm always out there having fun. You know, you just watch me play and you'll see that I'm excited and happy to play. That's number one. Number two is, you know, I would say that, you know, I'm tall and I'm built and I have long uh, arms and legs. And I like to to say that I use it very effective when it comes to pass rush and setting the edge. So I think when it comes to that, you know, I do a great job of setting the edge on run and getting off of blocks and making plays, you know. And then third, uh, I feel like I've done a tremendously improved job in, when it comes to pass rush, you know. From my first year till now, I think, you know, my production has went way up from since I was a freshman. So, I, like I said, and I'm you still got to improve in those things, but I'm improving up. So I think those three things is what you're going to get from me in – you know, I'm a guy who's going to work and keep working on his craft and te- technique every single day because that's just who I am. We're going to continue this conversation with Ade in a few minutes. Before we do, folks, let's talk about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all of your parts that you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. And I can tell you folks, as someone who's had to deal with some of these complications of 
trying to get things situated with tires on, on my car. The people behind the counter do not have your best interest involved. I've been in situations where people have just tried to rip me off and tell me I need four tires when I don't need when I only need one. Don't deal with that crap. Go to Rock Auto and put this situation, your car situation in your own hands. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake part parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate quickly. See all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for your same products? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know who sent you. And also, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On Peacock and Williamson. Every Monday through Friday, Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all of the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. One of my favorite things I like to ask draft prospects or even just college football players in general, because you know I know that that aspect of, of watching film, not only watching yourself, but watching some of the pro guys. I, I did it when I played, and I was a long snapper, so like I, I even <laughs> took the time to do that. But everybody t- tries to model various things in their game when they go back and, and, and watch other players, maybe at other programs or in the NFL. Who are some players that you've taken the time to watch that you try to take various pieces of, you know, like, I really like that, I really like this. Who are some guys that you're, you're a really big fan of that are in the NFL right now? Yeah, I watch a lot of guys in the NFL. I'm not really a person who watches one particular person. I watch, like, Joey Bosa and how he uses his hands. I watch, like, Von Miller, how he gets off the ball. I'll use his, I watch Chandler Jones and see how he uses, like, his long arm, you know, I'll look at Cam Jordan and see how he goes from speed to power. So I'm not really looking at like one particular person and see what I do. I'm looking at multiple people and seeing what they're really, really good at to see like, okay, what can I get from that? Mm-hmm. So I'm more of a guy who's just watching everybody and seeing what they're really good at and then taking those and trying to implement it in what I do. One thing I like that you mentioned earlier is a lot of players, you know, I know everyone wants to come in and they want to play immediately, but there's that development process, which you went through as a younger player. And as a lot of players have gone through, I know next year's group, the defensive end position, I'm really excited about what Isaiah Foskey could potentially do as maybe that breakout player, but who are some players on that defense that you might just say for Notre Dame fans to keep a close eye on because they're probably the next wave that just maybe haven't gotten that opportunity yet. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely would say the Twins. You know, I think Justin is a guy who's done so much, a, a, such a great job of improving and getting better every single year, like I was doing in my years. You know, he's done such a great job of 
just watching the guys behind him and learning every single day and getting better and really working on his craft all the time. So I think Justin and then Jason is a guy, you know, even when he came in as a freshman, he was really good, you know, mm-hmm. had the abilities. But now he's really starting to get it on the field and you're really starting to see the last couple of games, him making a lot of plays and, tr- and getting in the backfield. So I think that the twins have done a great job. I look at a guy like like Nana, you know, mm-hmm. Alex is a guy who I mean that guy is like a German. We make fun of him, we call him a German machine, but I mean that's <laughs> he's always working crazy, working hard in the weight room, and he doesn't let down not once. You know, even when we were running doing conditioning, I would race him all the single time, every single time, because he just was like always wanted to do that. So. You know, Alex, Nana, the whole end. And then you got guys like Jordan Botello. You know, he's a guy who really worked on special teams and was going out there making a lot of plays on special teams. But people don't really see that because they're not watching special teams. But he was out there continuously making plays on special teams. And that's really what's going to help you get on the field if you can go on special teams and really make plays. Mm-hmm. So he's a guy to watch out too. And then from the back end, you know, I look at guys like J.D., Bertrand, he's a guy who's doing well. Jack Kaiser is a guy who's always in the film, watching film nonstop, always in the playbook every single time. And you've seen that from the beginning when he played at the USF game, got the game ball. He's playing really well. So there's a lot of young guys on the – I can talk about so many younger guys, but there's a lot. Howard Cross is another guy who's really good, Mm -hmm. who's going to be good. So there's a lot of young guys on defense who I can name who are going to be really, really studs. Well, I especially like that the twins mentioned at Howard Cross because they're they're all New Jersey guys and so are we. So I appreciate the New Jersey shout out there. <laughs> Absolutely. And kind of the last question I wanted to ask Ada is is I want to take you back a little bit to as a recruit because we hear about I mean Dalen was preaching about their four for forty, right? And what Notre Dame gives you as a recruit and gives you the bigger picture. For you, during your recruiting process specifically, what really stood out to Notre Dame and made them the absolute best decision for you? Yeah, I mean, my recruiting different. My recruiting process was a lot different from everybody else. You know, I was someone who was not really recruited heavily. I was a guy who, when Western Michigan called me, I pick up the phone and said, "Yeah, I'm down," because I didn't really have any other options towards then. So. You know, when I went to a Notre Dame camp and I went there and they offered me, you know, I knew that like I didn't really know much about Notre Dame. But when I went there and I went on campus, I think the big thing for me was the people, you know, the coaching staff that I was with. Coach Gilmore, people don't really know him because he wasn't there my first year, but he was a great guy, you know, talked to me like he, he was a father. So he was a great guy. Coach Elston was the same way when I was there. So. And then the, the faculty, you know, the teachers, you know, they're there for your success. They're there to help you out. And so I think definitely for me, it was uh, people, the resources, and you really re- realize how crazy and how big of a family Notre Dame is. Not just for football, but, you know, in academics world, when it comes to, you know, off the field things, it's really a community there. And that's why I've, I've loved it for my five years and I wouldn't change anything about it. Well, Ade, that's all we had for you today. Again, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to hop on the show with us. We're wishing you the best of luck and looking forward to see where you end up in the NFL. We certainly will be rooting for you. We know our listeners will definitely be rooting for you, but uh, thank you again for hopping on with us. A pleasure. Appreciate it, man. Well, folks, that is it for today's episode. Thank you for taking the time and tuning in for this fantastic interview. 
Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Stay up to date on all of the amazing interviews that we do throughout this offseason, as well as all of our other content. Leave us a review. Leaving a review would really help us if you enjoy the show. A five-star review would be fantastic. Follow us on social media at LockedOnIrish, at Joe DeLeon, and at Rise and Draft. Additionally, um, stay tuned for what we have coming up later in the week. Later in the week, we will be previewing the Miami game coming up this Sunday. And if you're looking for something else to watch or listen to, rather, tune in to Peacock and Williamson. Talk to you tomorrow, folks. Enjoy the rest of your day.